Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 183 of the Pico Friendly Podcast. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Emilson, and joining me, we have, um, I'm trying to think of a good pun that like combines tomato and anomaly, but I can't. It's, it's tough one. It's, it's eluding me. Uh, we have Anomaly who looks like he's inside a wildfire like smoke cloud right now. I'm I'm running IRL Tyndall progression, so like oh we're, we're yeah, there you go, everything on fire around us. So no, I, <laughs> my camera is breaking at, like live as we speak. So it's great, <laughs> huge fan, huge fan. So, uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, well, Tyndall Prog, uh, how was your raid this weekend, Um? Uh, it, we had a great raid, funnily enough. Um, we got Smolder on down, so did a actually did a full so Tuesday, really good raid, did a full reclear up to Smolder on, got some pulls on him, along with doing probably like like the not the sides of heroic, but like straight down the middle yeah. heroic bosses, um, just for like trinkets and stuff off fire axe. So, no, really good, got tindled down or got sorry, Smolder on down with about an hour left in a raid down on Thursday, so it did take us like tuesday progression and then about, probably about two and a half three hours on 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 thursday which is really i mean was really surprising like that's the type of fight where like it's very like we had a very low percentage wipe like wipe to the enrage at like 10 percent, like pretty early yeah. on like within pull like i think like 40 or 50 wow i want to say and so like we were we were high that was like last week we were high on it i was right. like cool we're gonna come in tuesday kill it get all day thursday on tindril uh didn't happen that way i think it's just like there's just so many little things that go wrong yeah yeah there's also a lot of like this is definitely a fight where you can get a kill and not really have earned it like we've talked about this before right where you can like kill a boss but not really have have earned the kill like you haven't really figured out how to deal with every mechanical overlap or, or you know stuff and just kind of do it right one time and get the kill right yeah but you can't replicate that maybe um i did actually look because i saw you guys were had had killed it you guys did really well on like the amount of time that it took you to kill that boss yeah uh so killing it even sooner would have been kind of wild like if you guys had killed that two hours sooner it would have been crazy i mean what nuts yeah i mean and to be fair like it's funny like I hate to, I'll call myself out on this. Like we probably could have killed it a little bit sooner if I could live through any of the mechanics. I think I led coming out of, coming out of our break on Thursday, I was leading in wave damage taken uh, and also was leading in mist soaks in the intermission. Uh, oh, mist like orb soaks. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I, I played that fight just terribly. It was, there was not, yeah. there was no good. I can, I can come from my planet fight, but we killed it, which is, you know, despite me, I think trying to hold the raid back. Um, but no, got the kill. Didn't actually do any tendril pulls. We actually killed it with uh, an alt or with a sorry, not our not our typical tank combination. Um, yeah. We killed it with a uh, with sort of a, one of our subs, somebody subbing in, along with two new people progressing the fight for the first time on Thursday. So well, like that's we had one person because we're doing it tonight. <laughs> nice, yeah. So we killed it with one one person who he's a he's typically our rep paladin. He went prot to tank it. And then we had two new people, two new DPS players in, um, a warrior because we lost our only warrior. Uh, one of our, our one of our tanks is a warrior, so we brought a warrior in for shout and stuff, um, who had never progressed the fight before. And then we had a mage in for someone I forget. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's a fight that like there's there's a bunch of like 
it's like a combination of individual responsibility of like where to place yourself. And then yeah. there's like the general movement that you need everybody on the same page for how to move or where to place certain mechanics. Cause like, right. Yeah. Like if you get away from like a random spot, like a random direction you're not expecting, it's like totally messed up. But no, yeah. we had, um, we had a really solid kill on it too. Killed it literally as the final like flames came up. Like I think nice. it died in the final flames still went off. Um, but yeah, it was a good kill. So how was um how was your week going? Uh, it's going pretty well. We we recleared everything on Friday and actually had like an hour and a half left to work on Smolderon. Oh, nice. Um, so we did that. We last poll of the night, fifteen percent wipe. We had almost everybody alive going into the final uh final phase, mm-hmm. and just like lost the healer. Did not have a battle res. And someone had missed orbs in the previous intermission, right? Oh, so we yeah. had the boss had ten percent more damage on top of the stacking buff that he gets over time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so just like down a healer, boss is doing extra damage, and people just kind of start falling over throughout that phase. Yeah. Uh, and did not have very many people alive for the final final dance, but fifteen percent. Um, solid. We. <laughs> It's funny you brought up like a low percent wipe last week. Last week on Sunday, we had a 30% wipe, like with two and a half hours left in raid or something ridiculous. And yeah. then never saw that low again. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> Those are always the worst. Yeah. Um, but we did in between last Sunday and this Friday, we did some looking at how we were positioning things and how we were especially doing baits. Yeah. Um, and what we need to do there. So we actually found a VOD that was extremely helpful for figuring out like what a functioning strategy for, yeah. for placing those that like is actually explainable and we can make, you know, we can say this is a bad position, this is a good position. So like got all that sorted out. And like our polls on on Friday were just great. There's a few polls at the start where we're like getting used to the the new strat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like like I've got it. I've got it pulled up on prog stats right now. I'm just going to pull up. You can see the line, just like zooming down over oh, this nice. 90 minutes of raid. Um, oh, no, multiple yeah, low awesome. percent wipes. So very hopeful about tonight. Um, hoping, hoping it can be a quicker kill, yeah. which would give us some time to work on Tindril. Um Fingers crossed. <laughs> but it's definitely not a boss that we can underestimate, right? Oh like, yeah, it could yeah, still eat our lunch exactly that's i think that's the interesting thing is like you you can wipe early like you can basically set yourself up for like essentially being like the slow wipes of like you do something stupid and like intermission one like you miss an orb or two in intermission one like you can get to intermission like the final intermission but like you might lose people along the way and like it all stems from that first mistake so yeah yeah we i think on our it's funny on our kill um our tank our prot paladin died and it's sort of a bit of a meme in the guild that pretend has to has to die for us to kill a boss him or the shaman uh-huh. are typically dead and i did not die so it's like the one pull i think all night that i didn't <laughs> die early that we ended up killing it so um yeah it was like one of those things where just like it it ended up stars aligning and got it down so it's a fun fight i mean i i i don't i don't know if i want to go i'm hoping we extend i don't know if i want to go right back in and um yeah and do it again but no i think it's a it's a solid fight um and it's one of those things where it gets get better with gear right you can more hp you know makes it so you can eat a couple more mechanics um and just in general having more damage makes it like the the yeah. check at the end not as bad so 
yeah. but yeah we we are it's funny our our bait strategy we we called it the pizza slice uh-huh. so you have to always fill in the pizza slice so like the idea was is like you basically break the room up into pizza slices and like you drop your first set of um of baits to be like closer to the edge and yeah. then the second set we'd always try to put like close to the middle and essentially like if there was any space in the old pizza slice like range get back there and range, fill in that fill pizza up, slice. yeah yeah so yeah that was our that was our explanation of like how to do the drops because like early on i think last week we were like basically zooming across the room but had like a bunch yeah. of like inner circle space for the that soak, was so. not used yeah 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 so. there's elements of that that are similar to where we ended up like yeah. using having the range kind of loop around the inside of previous fire right okay to take up that space and like our first baits towards the edge like you said second baits filling in previous space uh around the inside but also just like one of the things we did is we we have a safe space i put down a marker and tornadoes are not allowed to be close to that gotcha and so that's the people with the helium absorbs they are moving to that location and one of the the things that we realized is that um basically the people that have the helium absorb if they move to a set location you are extremely, extremely likely to bait there. Like if they are yeah. stacked, you are like nine times, there are nine people there. They are nine times as likely to bait fire there as at any individual tornado location. Mm-hmm. So making sure that they are moving to a location that's good for a bait is important. So like putting those markers in places where like we want fire. So they like always move to the outside edge pretty much. Yeah. And are all baiting fire next to old fire on the outside edge and the tornadoes just stay away from it. And then they have a much easier time dodging, like much better. Like we <laughs> our last Sunday, like the stuff after that 30% wipe was just all like tornado deaths. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much all it was. Like we got we got the orbs under control, but the tornado deaths, uh so that was our that's big thing. Nice. Yeah, no, yeah. We I will say that that this is the one fight where I hate blood decays because our blood decay has a great yeah love love the dude to death just cannot not hit death strike the moment the healing absorb goes on yeah like, that's give been us a like, learning thing for me too give us like give me just give us like half a second because like yeah so we yeah that so, was the other thing to to basically do is like we on whenever he was taking the soak basically the 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 other people in the soak would basically stand almost underneath the boss. Yeah. And so that as he was running out to death strike, his circle is basically typically not going to like be right, right. on top of us. So, but so yeah, that, was a, that was a fun learning experience. I'm playing blood right now. What I've actually ended up doing for this is I push um, tombstone, which is an absorb for like half my health, AMS, mm-hmm. uh, vamp blood to buff the AMS and the tombstone, and then also the fire act sh- absorb shield trinket. Oh, okay. Okay. I just send it all. And yeah. then I don't push Death Strike. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just don't need to drop the healing absorb. Yeah, I just yeah. don't take any damage. Yeah, you just live the rest of it. Yeah. Um, I, there was actually a funny incident where, like, I did the first healing absorb in the like, the first like tank slam in the phase. I'd hit all those buttons. I ran out. I dropped it. I used Wornstone to come back. I'm just over there chilling out, hitting the boss. And like, as the next tank slam is coming out, just a helium absorb appears underneath <laughs> me. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, that thing. I forgot about this. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We, that was one of the things, the, the healing absorbs. I, I don't, that is the one 
overlap of mechanics that I I I actually hate is like where you ha- need priority healing along with having yeah. random things to dodge because like as a healer I'm in my raid frames trying to get this healing absorb off and then also trying to make sure I position myself where I can stand and cast for at least four or five seconds. It's just a yeah, that stuff's super annoying, but yeah, healing it's a healing absorb raid, I guess. So there'll be many more of those mechanics, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, Tendril has one of those too. So like how did your your like hour on Tendril go? Or did you even So we pull we it? didn't even pull it. So we actually oh, went back and uh because we had like the like our off tank right or you know, an, an alt yeah. tank in there. Um or non main spec tank, I guess is the better way to put it. Um, we actually went back and cleared the side boss of heroic. Um, okay, got her back in and did that, and then sort of just broke early. I think we'd done like maybe fifteen minutes early uh, in the night. So, um, yeah, by the time we would have gotten any like the meaningful progression, we would have done would have just been to like maybe set up like P one like general movement, and get some like weak or like people just you know comfortable with the first maybe thirty seconds of the fight. So right, and we know that this is going to be a slog. So it's like let's not burn people out off the start. Let's you know yeah he's into it next week so i started on our our central prep um with one of the other officers this weekend and just like phase one has a lot going on just you know three nice big instant wipe overlaps yeah going on it's great yeah exactly yeah it's just uh It'll be it'll be it'll be fun to get into it and start to progress it a little bit. We can talk about they've made some changes to it, so it seems a little bit easier. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to hopefully. I mean, to be fair, to actually extend. I don't want to kill Small Run again at least this soon, but we'll see what we do. So yeah, I don't think we're extending. We're, so holidays are coming up next week, uh, Sunday, which is normally one of our raid days, is Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, I don't think we're doing podcasts that day. Okay cool that's fine uh, i mean it's christmas eve right yeah, we have a like, holiday episode but fair that's fair all right maybe 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 we'll do a podcast next week um but we're not rating next week that's for sure uh, gotcha. a lot of people out um so we're rescheduling to thursday so we're, we're rating thursday friday and oh, it's nice. just like we could it's such a hard thing like we could extend but we're going to be in that situation where we're i don't actually know if we're going to have enough melee Gotcha. To do tendril properly on Thursday. So if we extended, we might just be chain wiping to the very first overlap with the the dispels plus the feathers to just like having to have ranged on the feathers. Yeah. And it not working. God. Yeah. That's annoying. That's yeah, that's the annoying part. Luckily, I mean, funnily enough, luckily for us, I think we we aren't missing anybody major like over the holidays, which is nice. nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Both both like Christmas and New Year's fall like Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve both fall on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, which is one of our raid days. Uh very annoying. So that that basically means like both of those days are kind of shot, so we have to reschedule both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And we're no, just that's... like doing our best. So yeah. I don't think I don't think we're extending yet. Um, I think it maybe a little bit depends on how clean Smolderon is as well. Like if we get in there and Smolderon just flops, then yeah, we probably just reclear because reclear this week took us like an hour and fifteen. It oh, was really? very quick. Like most of our wipes were to Laridar. Like we had it. We opened it up with almost one shotting Laridar, and it just <laughs> like wiped on it six or seven times and then killed it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And everything else is one shot. So 
Including Volkaros this week. I did not wipe us on Volkaros. No, look at you. You're learning. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, uh, speaking of, you want to just jump around a little bit and hit the tendril nerfs before we move back into some of the stuff about uh, some of the new stuff, season discovery and so on. Oh, sure. Yeah, we can, we can, we can head that way. Yeah. So there was a, there was a handful, a number of tendril nerfs. So we'll get to see these. We didn't, too fair, didn't, these went in, I think with the, the reset this week. So we would have never yeah. pulled this um, with it, but a couple of um, big things, I think. So uh, first up is the fire beam. Um, the number of spawns per pulse has been reduced from eight to six. So this essentially is the big fire circle, right? That spits out the beams that ride in a specific direction. Right. Um, there's only going to be six of those beams versus eight. So just less beams to basically set up and dodge, um, which is really nice. Um, Fiery growth duration uh, has been increased to 20 seconds from 16 seconds, only on Mythic difficulty. Fiery growth is the... The spell dot. The spell dot, yeah. So you have a little bit more time to get all... There's four, five of them, or four of them on Mythic? I forget. Four of them. Four. Four Four to get done, which is good. Um, Lingering Cinder um, duration reduced uh, to two seconds was three seconds. So that's the debuff that's left on the raid after you do the spell, right? So you can't double the spell. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just you get to dispel a little bit quicker. Um, pulsing heat damage reduced by 33%, um, which is, I think, the raid damage in uh, intermission. Um, uh, that might be the... Is that like the, know the tranquility? That might be the tranquility one. Gotcha. Okay. I'm not sure, though. I think the intermission one is called supernova, but I'm not sure. Gotcha. Okay. But in any event, 33% less overall raid damage just, just helps healing. Fiery Vines had their health reduced by 7% on Mythic difficulty, um, and uh, which is nice. And then a couple of just performance changes, um, well, which is good for server delay. So, Did, did you see the uh, the Scar and Strat for this boss? No. I What's the Scar and Strat? So there was a guild, Rain, that was doing this strat um, okay. where they had eight tanks seven or eight tanks. oh the seven tank strat yes i yeah. did see this yes, yes and we're just like tanks don't get targeted by most of the mechanics so you just like keep going yeah you just like have them do do feathers and they don't get rooted so the roots are easier to kill there's actually a fun little interaction there where target not capping right like most people don't have capped aoe but they have they have like their aoe splits right right yeah reduce yeah um if you don't get as many roots you can kill the remaining roots even faster right which makes it easier so by having seven tanks and getting five fewer roots that is awesome i did somebody somebody linked me a vod of like yeah the seven tank strat um but yeah no that's so That's they so fi- funny. they basically fix that by making entangling roots target if you have more than two tanks it targets like you know all but two of them at random exactly so yeah. so you <laughs> can't do that anymore darn it man fun detected um I, I wouldn't call that one fun but that's true yeah true we were i think yeah one of our raid lead was like we're not doing this regardless <laughs> like not having seven or eight tanks come in yeah um people respect so um, if, if we have if we are running into like a, a raid night where we just don't have enough melee i could see us doing it for funsies just like <laughs> you know night after christmas hop on 
eight tanks, five healers, just fucking <laughs> yeet. Just, just go with it. That's so funny. Oh man, did you, did you see the other the other exploit this week? I don't think I put this in the notes, but there's a um, there's a quest item bug. Uh, okay. So it's, it's a water bucket uh, from a I think it's a quest in like the new zone uh, that you can use it on uh, boss mods, specifically Tindril. And somebody used it on Tindril, and the boss went from 100% to 20% instantly. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, yeah. Um, and I, it's percentage-based, too. So I'm, I think they did it in, like, a, an LFR raid. Like, the, the VOD I had was not Mythic. I think it was, like, yeah. LFR or Heroic or something. Um, but, um, but yeah, so that'll be fixed by Tuesday. But a, my, a bunch of my guild were like, all right, let's sign in. Let's get a couple quick kills. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. So Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, are, I, oh, sorry. These these nerfs seem seem good, right? Like, yeah. they already hit the seeds a little bit. Uh, that's one of the other nerfs. I don't think we. I was like, I was like last week. It, it was like before, last yeah. week, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they reduced the number of seeds, reducing the number of fire beams. Uh, I don't know how many people have like seriously looked at the overlaps in this encounter, but there are multiple overlaps where like the thing that you are dealing with is the fact that you are rooted and there's a fire beam bearing down on you. Yeah, yeah. And so reducing the number of fire beams makes it possible to do things like moving the boss, moving where the, the roots are going to be, so that there are no fire beams, that they're going to murder you. Yeah, which, right? is, which is nice, which is, which is helpful, we'll say. Right. Helpful. So fingers crossed, uh, boss. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it is, right? Like... I, holidays I, I, upcoming i i feel like a lot of people's prog is going to kind of sort of stall but then again a lot of people's prog doesn't overlap with actual christmas yeah or actual new year's because as i was saying before those are sunday monday and not as many people raid those days exactly and you get like that's the only that's the worst part about this time of year is like you get screwed back-to-back weeks just because yeah. if it's new year's eve on a sunday it's going to be or sorry if it's christmas eve on a sunday it's gonna be new year's eve on a sunday too so yep, yep. Um, well, cool. Well, th- yeah, those are some of the tendril nerfs. So I'm excited to get into it. We'll see how it feels. Um, I mean, this yeah. is still, you know, second hardest boss in the instance. So it's like 200 ish pulls. So it'll, we'll, we're in for a slog, 150 or something. So we'll be 200, 200 might be underselling it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we're, I think, you know, you know, we just killed, you know, Smolder on it, like, I don't know, like 100 pulls. So like, we're pretty good at the game. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh so yeah we'll see it'll it's it'll definitely be the long boss so for the next couple weeks we'll we'll see how that goes yeah um but cool i guess we can we circle back get back into some of the news over that we sort of missed over the past we'll say two or so weeks so um blizzard a little bit of not retail action here blizzard did release um statistics some of the official statistics on season of discovery um so if you aren't familiar with season of discovery um, it's sort of their their view or their version of Classic Plus, right? It's level yeah. capped to 25. You get new abilities in the form of runes across the classes. Um, I will say that I've been playing a lot of this. Um, so I have my mage is 25. Been grinding SFK. Um, haven't done the raid yet. I think we're actually going to try and do it tonight with some of my buddies. But um, it, it's, it's funny. It's gotten a lot of people back into the game um, yeah. of my friends that I wouldn't expect to come back to WoW, right? Like it's... It's one of those things where like wows are pretty much a known quantity. So it's just like, yeah. they're like, how's it going? And I'm like, it's wow still. Like they asked about the new expansion. So I'm like, still wow. Still, if you don't like that, still the same game. But um, no, they came back and it's been, uh, it's been, it's been fun. But yeah, 
four they basically some of these statistics so 4.5 million characters created um since the this was launched the 30th so in the first two weeks which is like wild to me um this this is part like some of these there's the the twitter meme like you know 4.2 million of those are are timmy creating and deleting the character over and over again to try to make the random number generator work in his favor and should not have been counted exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) but it's still a lot of characters oh yeah yeah so it's uh it's fun. It's I mean it's been a, it's been a blast to play. I've been having a blast playing it. The rune system is really cool. I'm playing a mage, so um, I can heal my party. Um, it does so. It, <laughs> there's a visual bug with the mage heal, which I love this stuff. Which is like the mage heal. Whenever you you know actually heal someone, there's an there's an auto uh, animation that triggers. So like it's like you know when you cast a spell, like at the end of that spell you'll get and you have a healing thing up. It'll do like an additional like small minor um um um, animation but that that you've actually healed somebody mages have so you can heal somebody but they also get an ability that puts like a fire trail on the ground that basically acts as a dot so if you put down that fire trail as your tank pulls a ton of like mobs and then you put your like healing thing up you just spam that animation over and over again and on an (laughs) undead female it's like they just raise their hand and their hand glows white for a second but it it triggers every time you heal so it's literally like you just like spam like you're you're like cutting off the animation halfway through if it's like too many mobs so um it's great there's a trinket in uh in cataclysm that you could get that did a very similar thing it actually triggered off any hot ticks i played a druid uh, yep. and, a, and a druid in tree form when you did it you would like stomp your feet was the animation for that so just like you're like so banging you just... your head as a big tree it's so good um <laughs> but you know it's been it's been fun so punch the stats i think another interesting fact is like there's 12 runes on the classes that less than 0.1 percent of all characters have collected all 12 runes yeah um i mean my my rogue i'm a whole level 14 right like nice. i've got two runes there's the one Dumb. that they give you for free at level two or whatever. Yeah. And yep, then yep. there's one that I just like figured out how to do. Like some of these are not very hard to find. Right. Yeah. So I found the mutilate rune. Um, oh. Do not have poisons yet to actually make good use of it. But, you know, poisons level 15. You'll, hey, look, close. you're close. You're there. Close. You're there. Yeah. I, I unfortunately have looked up how to get every mage rune because some of them I'm just not about to figure out. Like I just got the. Uh, I, mass regeneration rune I had to yeah. go to duskwood killing level 28 29 mobs is level 25 in a yeah. crypt yeah not fun yeah zero fun was had getting that one <laughs> so. i need to I, I was thinking about trying to get a um rich fire chasm run later today and nice. since i'm playing the rogue i was like maybe i'll maybe i'll look up where to get the tank runs and uh see if those are possible to get and then go tank rfc rather than trying to be you know yet another dps trying to get into an rfc run oh yeah i will say that though like i like it's funny because of the the level squish and like so many people being close together like yeah i like we did like five uh, sfk runs last night just chained them back to back with like a new person each time and people are just like sitting outside the instance to get in there huh um so like it's probably maybe maybe i'll try actually dpsing it it's like there people are always at least on i'm on wild growth i want to say so yeah, one I'm of the pv i don't know a low, low wolf okay yeah one of the P, yeah Maybe. i'm on the pv server so um yeah we're on a pvp server which was not my first pick but you know 
That's where the guild was going. Yeah, I have a bunch of, like, my buddy. Like, that's the one thing that my friends are like, if I get ganked, like, because we used to do it. Like, the problem is, like, yeah. in a virginal classic, like, we were the ones as Alliance going to crossroads, like, having somebody fake AFK on the road, like, sit down and fake AFK so someone just hits them randomly. And then, like, a bunch of stealth people come out and kill that person yeah. and then camp their body for, you know, four hours. Yeah. Um, so, like, we know that we don't want that to happen to us. <laughs> <laughs> so we've heard that pain. Um, yes yes yeah my uh, people from my guild are actually doing like bfd rates like oh, i think nice. they've done it like three or four times now it's nice yeah i'm excited we're like, yeah, we keep having to we keep having to pug people and they keep getting like they just win the need rolls and it's like yeah. can can one of you other people in the guild please finish leveling up so we can stop giving loot to randos that's so funny. I forgot how exciting that is, by the way. Like the need rolls, like we were doing SFK and if you're not familiar with classic, like bosses might have like a blue item on their loot table, but it's a low drop chance. So like you might kill the boss five times and see some random greens and then like you'll finally see that blue item you want. So one of the boss drops right. a weapon that my buddy wanted and there was another warrior in the group. And so they they went to a roll off. Yeah. Look at the list. He rolled an or the other guy rolled a ninety-seven. And I was like, oh man, that stinks. But then look down below, he rolled a ninety-eight from one <laughs> one point, dude. I'm like freaking out in like Discord. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. It was uh it's like, yeah, that type of stuff is like it's funny. It's so exciting. Um for like just blue items. So yeah, it was a little bit yeah. of joy, a little bit of fun yeah. back in the game. So um, well, cool. Well, that's our our sort of season discovery, classic plus moment. Um Moving on, uh, a couple of maybe not specific things with WoW, but uh, but some of our other, we'll say, outside like websites and tools that are out there. So um, Warcraft Logs, um, which you're familiar with, um, released. <laughs> I, I I won't be mean about this. Released essentially an aggregation site, um, basically yeah. providing aggregate data across all the different specs, um, showing you like what popular talents are um you know what uh, popular stat lines are um also i think you can filter this by boss you can see like or by raid and i think mythic plus two right and you can see by boss what gear people are wearing um you know and a bunch of other stats um i will say and i'll say this on the podcast i gave um you know argo a little bit of uh grief when he posted the beta for us that uh why yeah. are you why are you providing like letter rankings like why i just hate it but I, you know I yeah it. i mean it's, it's the, the same reason that wowhead has the tier it's the same reason it's, that wowhead yeah. has a tier list list pages guide exactly. they're not guides but like the tier list news posts and stuff like that it's that people search for it exactly it's it's i don't i don't like from a building a website that you want people to visit don't 100 percent would do that if i was in that business it's just yeah. like from a personal point of view it's just like like oh man like the statistical stuff i will say your version probably slightly better than sub creation right you're probably doing a little bit using a little bit more data than like maybe the random top 200 runs that people are doing in mythic plus like so there's a so i did a lot of the statistics work on the back end for this and it's not very complicated statistics it's mostly like we have a lot of runs that are not structured in a way that yeah. is designed for this so like getting the data from one form into a form that we could use for this was mostly what i worked on um so there there are there's a lot of data that goes into this right oh, yeah. um but it is also like it's still an aggregation site um the thing that i do like this 
kind of my line for for this is everything that shows up on here is basically going to be good enough, right? Yeah. You're you're not going to run into a situation where you go here and you get a talent tree and then talent tree just sucks. Exactly. And it's a little bit just like relying on the wisdom of the crowds, right? Like if 70% of people use a talent build, it cannot be that bad. It may not be the best, but it cannot be that bad. And so that's kind of like the idea. Um, and so it is, I will say, it is better than that that other three-letter yeah, site no. that was getting a lot of advertising during the race to world first. I would um, agree. I would agree. I'm there with you. Yeah. So it's a, it's a bit better than that one. Bit more detail, bit. I will bit. say, no, that is actually the one thing. So I, sorry, I know I was kind of being mean at the start of this, but no, yeah. I will say, like statistically, like or the the number of different data points you have, and the fact that you sort of, you know, what you do, what is what is shown on this. I say you specifically, like you built this yeah. by yourself, but like yeah. Yeah. single handedly, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, no. no, but what's up there? I think it is really good in terms of like the amount of information you show. I just, to be fair, the first like when I clicked the link is just I saw the letter ranking, and I was like. Argo, yeah come on it's it's <laughs> but i think the rest of the rest of the data is like super good like honestly so yeah the the leather the the tier lists are honestly there like we we know intellectually that they exist because people want to see them right they're junk oh, food yeah. people want to see them people search for them they they literally type into google like wow dps tier list and so we want to just give them a thing that then funnels them into things that are actually useful. Yep. Right. Like you click on anything in the tier list and it takes you to like, here's the build and talents. And like, you want to see what, what gear people are using, what the, the weapons and the trinkets are that people are using, what the talent builds are, what the variations are on the talent builds. Talent builds is actually a big thing that I want to, I wish we had like infinite time and resources. So I could have done a lot more detailed stuff on talent builds. Yeah. Cause there's so much going on with talent builds. Um, and I did a bunch of stuff that did not end up showing up here because it was just too complicated yeah. to uh, to scale up, basically, gotcha. um, and guarantee that the data was going to actually produce something that was, you know, that hit that good enough bar. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But there is a lot more that I would love to go back and do for talent builds in particular. That's that's the one. Like gear is kind of whatever. There's a lot of just like wearing high eye level stuff with decent stats. Right. Um, yeah. But talent builds is where there's like a lot of interesting stuff around like what, you know, points you can flex around and stuff like that. So that's that's where I want to go back and work on it more. But yeah. Nice. nice. So it, we released this on Thursday. Yep. Was it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. We were trying, we've been trying to get this, the original, the original plan or goal was to get yeah. this out with the release of Amir Drasil and then season the discovery got announced and we knew that was not going to happen. <laughs> Pulled a couple of resources away from that. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. It was, it, it was fun. Uh, reception's been, uh, well, reception's been good except for the, the kind of like high end theory and guide writer people. Yeah. Who, which who is, are, I mean, you're never gonna... the same, the same frustration that you were kind of expressing <laughs> that is like, it's another aggregator site. And yeah, it's another aggregator. So. yeah exactly yeah but there, and, and, and like i will say that but in the same breath be like i still do this for other games like i still if i'm yeah. playing poe i'm like build tier list like what's the best build to play in path of yeah and like that's, whatever uh, their game it is so i'm yeah. also like one of those like higher end theory people right like yeah. i i also am like kind of frustrated by aggregator sites but that's also kind of motivating us on the warcraft logs team to be like okay we've got to make sure that this data 
that we're presenting like passes you know our bar that we're like okay i can live with this being the recommendation that shows up on our website gotcha yeah no no that's awesome that's awesome um but cool yeah so that is uh that is it's archon.gg right is the site yep archon.gg um cool and then in terms of other tools that have uh released some new features uh lorgs.io uh which if you're not familiar with uh lorgs it's a essentially a timeline site they take you know top hps or top dps uh, um logs from a fight a specific boss fight uh and show you how the individual has used their cooldowns uh so for healing it's when they you know added different cooldowns maybe when they used um, or when they maybe got a specific buff like Innervate. Um, they also can show when people get power infusion if they're getting that for their runs. Um, so it's a really good site essentially to you know, set up or mirror your cooldowns for what you would want to see um, you know, on a fight or what you might use on a fight, whether the top you know, HPS or DPS player is doing. Um, and what they've released is essentially the ability to um, export the uh cooldowns into like a nice little ERT note. So you can basically have a nice little ERT note that triggers when you want to hit certain spells or use certain abilities and cooldowns. Um so that's a uh, a very nice new feature to basically pull out uh we'll say an easier way of like you know reminding yourself to use cooldowns. Um so it's funny I lo- I really so I use this site a lot funnily enough in terms of like getting into more details of our like healing cooldown setup. Um which is like good to know, like once I've set, excuse me, cooldowns, um, it's like, okay, some minor stuff for myself or maybe minor stuff for like our disc priests. I'll pull, like now we can pull this and they can set up like, hey, when do the typical disc priest ramp, right? Uh, yeah. And, um, and add that in. So um, this That's, is an I, awesome, nice little feature. So yeah, I, I use this uh, when we're looking at healing cooldowns because our healing comps are often not, like it's hard for our guild right now to find identical healing comps because we are not running we are as about as far off meta as we've ever been. Nice, nice. We don't have a holy paladin. We don't have a disc priest. So yeah. like automatically, like basically every kill has one or both of those. Um, so when we're running around with like Mistweaver, Preservation Evoker, Holy Priest, uh, Resto Druid, like <laughs> nobody's killed it with that. Yeah. Um, so going in, like I, I have to, you know, kind of put together an amalgamation cooldown set and i use lorgs to kind of get an idea of like okay is there a clear spot where like people are using dream breath dream breath is probably the hardest one to do because it's also got the positioning thing like people have to be stacked it has to be safe for the evoker to use it right like it's hard to put a dream breath on laradar during the the where you're standing Uh, in the tree like it's very dangerous exactly uh similarly with like smolder on there's only certain spots that you can even use dream or not dream breath dream flight um and so like figuring out like okay what are the safe spots to even use this ability right and then i'm not gonna get myself killed yeah (laughs) so i'm not getting our invokers killed no yeah no it's uh it's funny and we luckily for us we are literally the most on meta we've been in like forever so it's literally yeah. like we have two priests a paladin me and then we also have a preservation of Walker if we need it so um but no yeah it's uh yeah it's a really cool site lorgs in general is good and now that you can export stuff even even better um even better so um 
Cool. All right, moving on uh, a little bit here. Um, oh gosh, man, I didn't even look at the time. We're we're, we're, we're lots to cover. <laughs> we are behind, so we're gonna we may rapid rapid fire. We're gonna rapid fire. Rapid fire. Stuff. We're gonna rapid fire some of this other stuff here. Um, so Echo has released their weak ores. Um, Liquid had released theirs, I think, probably a week or two ago. Echo has released their weak ore pack via Echo Raid Tools, which is their add-on, um, which sort of mimics a little bit of what what is it? Method Raid Tools does, or whoever. ERT now it was yeah. Exodus it's, now it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's method now yeah so there's apparently I didn't I guess I knew at one point that there's Echo Raid tools and I had just forgotten <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah no um but yeah so Echo Raid tools uh, updated uh for um yeah for the uh for the raid the initial raid so grab their weak ores and their add on and you can uh, you can use it there so um cool so you mentioned this at the start of the of the podcast but there was a interview last week uh with ian hazakosis and the secret man himself jeremy fiesel um and so with the community council so the community council sort of i guess had a i watched the video they said almost like a town hall um sort of Mm -hmm. like call with with uh ian and jeremy um and ask a bunch of questions um to be completely fair like you said there's some interesting stuff in here. I found it entirely boring, except for the last question, uh, or okay. really second to last question. Okay. <laughs> but so maybe I'll let you, if there was like something specific you wanted to pull out of here. Yeah. Um, I have the one thing for me. So there's like a couple things, and maybe this overlaps, right? Yeah. Like, um, so I think that a couple of things that uh, they brought up that were were interesting. So they talk about loot in war within they talk about delves and the rewards and the cap on the rewards being heroic because of organizational things Mm -hmm. um but they also talk a little bit about mythic plus rewards um and like um basically their philosophy on uh bad luck protection there and like tuning there right like if if you're doing 30 runs and you don't get a trinket they're okay with it if the trinket is a percent better kind of deal, right? Like if the, if the one trinket is like 25% better than everything else, then they see that as a trinket tuning problem and they need to tone down the trinket or tune up other trinkets. Um, But if it's just like, you know, a percent ahead, then that kind of washes out because there's other people that are searching for another item from another dungeon that haven't gotten it. That um, are also just like losing a percent off of their chest piece or their helmet you know kind of deal and so uh as someone that you know took 30 something runs to get a weapon this tier and never got one to drop until i finally got one from my vault um our first pulls of mythic smolderon i'm using a normal agility pole arm from firak on a fucking blood decay right Yeah, yeah, yeah i really really down bad um (laughs) so like by the way uh, on the one hand, like I understand that kind of philosophy. On the other hand, come on, yeah. it's so many runs. That is true. Yeah, I think, and the thing with that, I guess, is like you, like you, there are certain items. Like, I guess the 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 question there is like, when? How do you trigger that sort of? protection when there might be multiple items you want like you were specifically yeah. looking for a weapon but like right. let's say a boss drops like a trinket and like a belt and so it's like yeah. how do you how do you know which one needs the the protection versus not and so yeah um yeah, and there's like a tough part there, there's still an element of 
the the core issues with personal loot that like it depends on who's in your group how easy an item it is to get yeah right like it's kind of hard to stack a group for two-handed strength weapons right you're looking for rep rep paladins warriors other death knights yeah and that's it yeah or and like yeah if you want to like fully stack you'll just need like a paladin you need a holy paladin yeah 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 i can like trade it to you so so um and so that's the kind of thing where like you some items are just a lot easier to get still with personal loot it's not as big of a problem when you can just chain farm it in mythic plus yeah um it is still kind of frustrating like we did a lot of runs where we had four people in the group that could get the two-handed sword and trade it and never saw one drop which is just (laughs) somehow sometimes that's what the dice are right yeah yeah, that is that is rough. Yeah, very similar to my fall runs, which I, I don't know if I was at thirty, but I definitely did about twenty or so fall runs before I got the pants, which was an experience. So, um, well, cool. Um, anything else from the interview that that sort there of was, stood out? We got some more info about warbound gear, and I, I in particular wanted to call attention to the example eye level that they used. Yeah. So, um, there the the question was about like difference between warbound and account bound and fundamentally it is account bound gear doesn't ever bind to a character it's permanently account bound warbound as soon as you equip it on a character it becomes bound to that character mm-hmm. um the other thing is warbound is higher eye level the example they use is that if you are running they say high keys if you're running 20s yeah right the current end of dungeon drop is 470 and their example of what a warbound item would drop at is 460, which is basically like uh, the next upgrade track below hero, whatever that one's called. Yeah. The champion track or whatever. Champion, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I think that's like slightly below where hero track starts. But still, it's like if I could get a bunch of mage gear, you know, from doing dungeons and send it to my mage. Um Yeah. That would be kind of nice not having to start from like season one gear on my mage. Oh yeah, no, that's a, that's the funny. That was the biggest thing I thought about uh, that I wanted to bring up here was yeah, it's just it, it's dropping it a lot. It, it, the gear, the warbound gear is going to drop a lot higher than even I thought. Right, like I thought yeah. maybe it was like a mythic to like normal gap, but if it's only like the right. single track below, if they sort of keep that going into yeah. um, the war within um, the upgrade tracks, then no, that's a that's awesome, right? I think the the random nature of it is kind of going to be maybe where people slightly get a little bit of frustration. But I think at the at the end of the day, if it's just bonus piece of loot that you might or might yeah. not equip, I think as long as you can disenchant it, uh, I'm fine with that, right? Like as long as there's yeah. a way for you to get rid of it, and it's not just like a piece of gear that takes up space, you just like randomly yeah. delete. I mean, it. worst worst case, you can vendor it, right? That's true. That's true. Get some gold. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, it is. I, I do wonder if what they're going for here, like some people remember kind of the heyday of, you know, alt rating in mop, you know, Throne of Thunder era where gearing was like pretty easy. You you could do your, your Isle of Thunder dailies and stuff and get good gear and then go and do raids and then just like clear the raid on a bunch of characters or yeah. at least on normal, right? You, you could do normal on a bunch of characters. Um, and you can see that play out again in Wrath and play out again in Black Fathom Deeps. And I think maybe that that's something they are interested in reproducing in retail yeah. because it is kind of, kind of a slog <laughs> to gear up yeah. all those characters through like the world quest kind of tier of, of gear. Oh yeah. 
and all the different see, sources that retail has too. Like with craft, like I know they want to make crafting a thing, but it's like you gotta craft, you gotta get craft stuff. You have to get crafting mats and like crests for it, and like yeah. yeah. So that's one of the other things I wanted to bring up that was in the interview that uh, there was a specifically a question about the plans for professions, yeah. and basically the answer is we're happy with how professions played out. They're gonna nice. tweak some things with work orders specifically, uh-huh. but um, overall they're happy with professions, which honestly I am too. Like. There was oh, the yeah. whole like figuring everything out at the beginning of the expansion. And then kind of like once we hit 10.1, everything kind of clicked into place, uh, especially once we started getting stuff with like crests and things that all kind yeah. of like fit together in one big piece. And crafting feels fine. Like I, I do all of our leather crafts pretty much in guild. And um it just kind of works. Probably the biggest frustration is the altar of rot. Yeah, for the for the pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think, yeah, I think the only thing I would say about the the professions, I think, agreed, good system. The only, I think, downside is like the there's not a good catch up mechanic. And when I say catch up, yeah. it's like if you wanted to swap a profession to do something else, like halfway through, you are you are just behind. Like there is very yeah. limited things you can do to catch up. And I think. On the other hand, one of the things early on is we didn't know what gear people would want. Mm -hmm. If you know specifically, like, everybody wants slime boots, right? Yeah, then you can focus on that. Which is true. You can focus on that, and it requires, like, a fraction of the amount of points. Because you go in and you you max out boot crafting, and you max out your elemental stuff and your decay stuff. And you max out, there's, like, one other thing that gives inspiration chance. And then you're, like, you're good. You don't yeah. need to max out everything. And so there's there's like that. Like you, you just don't need to max out the stuff to make the allied uh con pants or whatever they are. And right. Yeah. Nobody wants those. <laughs> That's true. Like, that is that is that is I didn't think about it that way. That is true, yeah. That you can then if you do want to swap, you can target exactly what you want to make. Like right. essentially. Or you if you're gonna do it to like sell things, you can target exactly right. what you know will sell or what people want. So that's right. fair. That's fair. Um well cool. Anything else from the interview or uh, that's the big things that I wanted to cover. Is that you, you mentioned you had something you wanted to talk about? Was that the warbound? Yeah, with the warbound, yeah, the warbound yeah. stuff. Yeah, just knowing the item level, I think was really, really good. Because yeah, like I said, I thought it would drop slightly lower than than it was. So, um, well, cool. Let's maybe let's speed run the rest of the news because there is there actually is some monk specific stuff we should talk yeah. about before we quit today. Yeah. So, I'll just I'll just titles only. So ten two five got a release candidate build. So the latest build earlier this week was tagged as release candidate for ten two five, which more than likely means we see that early or like probably like mid january ish we'll say yeah um, is sort of what i'm thinking so um so yeah so probably like mid january uh mid to late january we'll see 1025 officially launch which um which is cool which will bring dragon riding everywhere which is sort that of will like be nice yeah which will be a lot of fun um the other thing is um they did um or sorry the other thing is they did post uh 11.0 to their encrypted uh cdns so we see the first build of 11.0 um now honestly all this means is that they're internally testing it which we knew that 11.0 was a thing because they announced it so right now it's basically probably more of a an, an actual thing um since yeah once they put it on the cdn typically that means they're getting people outside of like the individual development teams who start testing that like a wider audience at, at blizzard right. and, and etc so um good news there um i don't i didn't i don't know if wowhead i didn't actually read oh they did do the date thing um where like yeah 
the uh the like release is like date. yeah so i think what is this like 220 ish days from this time so what's that like nine ish months if i'm just doing the math quickly 10 yeah months their, their their guesstimate is july 19th between july 19th and august 18th okay year. which is end of that, end of q3 end of q3 uh, which so would be, get that q3 bump yeah, which would be good for yeah financials going, and then going into Q four, you'd have probably the first content patch right around the the holidays. Um, bring a couple people back in right before the end of the year. So yeah, no, yeah. Um, probably in line with what I thought anyway. It was probably like end of summer uh, type yeah. type release date when they announced it at BlizzCon. So, um, cool. All right, uh, and then now um, uh, on to maybe quickly. We'll see how quickly some class tuning. So. Um, Miss Weaver over, so I guess it's specifically for monks, but Miss Weaver has been the target. Um, and I'll say probably rightly so target of some pretty, not hefty nerfs, but just some general nerfs overall. Um, so we got hit with a couple of nerfs last week, um, kind of around manatee, um, the mana reduction was hit and just generally like our healing was reduced across a couple of spells. Uh, and then this week, uh, with this reset, we got even more. Um, so unison was hit. Um, went from 50% to 35%, um, healing a second ally. So there's a bit of a hit there. Enveloping Breath got hit with a 10% reduction. And then Essence Font healing again, because that was a part of the previous Narcissus Falls, got healing reduced by 8%, which That's is like... A, does this apply... I, I asked this last time. Does this apply to stuff from Feyline? Uh... I don't. I'd have to double check the actual spell IDs um, okay. for what was changed. Um, typically, okay. though, when they do this, it's to the the initial hit and the hot, and the hot in Feyline does not have a different spell ID. Okay, um, so, so it would it, affect the stuff from Feyline. Yeah, which is like not a huge deal because the 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 Feyline hit is just the hot application. It's not right. the initial heal. So, and the biggest part of Essence Fun has always been the initial heal. Um, right. So, which is, that's a weird one to me. You guys don't really use Essence Fun. So, we did actually. So, with, they okay. actually buffed it going into 10 2. Uh, and right. it basically so you used became. It sometimes? Well, if so, the way you'd use it, if you ran upwelling, you'd use Thunder Focus T to trigger. Uh, to basically do two things trigger secret infusion because the essence font secret infusion is a haste trigger which is really good for yep. the rising mist build um and then if you ran it with upwelling it's essentially doubled in power because you'd have a fully upwelled essence font right. every 30 seconds and then you could always you would always pair this with the reduction from manatee because you generally always have manatee charges so it became yeah. a very cheap very we'll say very solid heal basically giving yourself it. a mini lust every 30 seconds that yeah, doesn't cause that much mana by using manatee. Exactly. Plus, yeah, plus the healing that you can now spread using Essence Font Hots. Even though our mass, we don't typically stack a bunch of mastery, it's still more healing, yeah. right? That, yeah. that you can do. So um, so yeah, so that was the uh uh that was the um and sorry, it was also really good to feed into like the four piece because you get double mastery procs. Anyway, it was it was a solid button to hit. Um yeah, with this nerf, like it's funny, they Essence Font hasn't been on our bars until the start of 10-2, all expansion. On our bars, the start of 10-2, because it's a good spell to hit now, and then they've slowly like brought it down. I think you still end up you know, playing it with the Rising Mist build, although the weird thing about Mistweaver now with a lot of these changes is there's probably like five or six... There's, probably, there's basically like two in the raid, like two main raid builds. You either run Rising Mist or actually Tier of Mourning you can run now. And then there's a bunch of like minor talents you can shift across the board. Yeah. Um, so you can run like um 
Focus Thunder, which is two Thunder Focus charges, or you can run um, Life Cycles, right, which is more Manatee charges. You can do Unison or not Unison, and so like it's it's funny. There's a lot of a lot of things are very similar, uh, and so there's really a, and there's and there's definitely some playstyle changes between you know each town you build. So it's an exciting time to play. Slight aside, when yeah. I was talking about like the Archon stuff about wanting to spend more time on on talents because there's a lot of interesting yeah. stuff there. Like this is the kind of stuff I was talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of nuance. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of ways where you can play the Tom build and you'll play like upwelling centric build for like six of the bosses. You'll play, you know, more focused thunder for three of them and like play style changes between Tier of Morning and and Rising Mist. So it's an exciting time to play Mistweaver. It sucks that we are like losing some power, but with losing that power, it's sort of bringing a bunch of our different builds in line with each other. So, um, but they just fix our mastery, man. Like I think. Mistweavers, you know, we've been back, but like then we'd be awesome. I wouldn't have to quit healing next expansion. So, yeah, I mean, you said you were going to quit healing when Augmentation Evoker came out. I did, man. Oh, dude, they just pull every dude. Blizzard has this weird ability to like make Mistweaver just different and interesting enough that like, oh, well, I got to play it. And then it's trash. And then, but this time, this this time (laughs) it wasn't. It's not trash. It's one of the best healers. I know. It's it's actually been a lot of fun to play the class. So, Um, um, and then we also. Not to leave them out. Windwalker's oh, yeah. got a buff. Uh, and when I say a buff, it's actually like eight lines long. So what did developer note? They got so many changes. Uh, I went and checked the Windwalker channels before before the podcast. This is a 7.4% buff uh, in Sims. So uh-huh. this is Spinning Crane Kick, 20% damage. Uh, Blackout Kick, 10%. Rising Sun Kick, 8%. Fist of Fury, 8%. Blackout Reinforcement, which is tier set. That's 250% instead of... Uh, 200%. So that's a that's a 25% buff to that ability or that buff. Yeah. Uh and then Glory of the Dawn, which is is that the double RSK? Believe so. Yes. Uh that one buffed by 12%. Dance of GG buffed by 50%. It went from from 200% to 300%. Like very sizable buffs across the board. Um still trash. Pretty pretty no, i'm joking <laughs> actually i think it, i so I, I read i read babs's article on this actually um yeah like last night or was it last night or the night before i forget when he posted it um and uh i mean he, I, at least according to babs you know windwalker extraordinaire like this is i think with this buff plus the buff the previous week i think it's overall a 12 percent buff from like the start of these these hot fixes yeah. which uh, his from his point of view i know nothing about windwalker but from his point of view basically puts it average right like that was like the lower bound of i think what the community said windwalker needed to be average and not sort of a detriment to your raid so right um yeah i mean i think that's tons of new buffs for our windwalker buds yeah like so for for reference like the average like the middle of the pack dps right now if you look at like um arms warrior on volcaros this is pure single target doing this off the cuff so i'm not (laughs) looking at the more complicated boss uh if you gave Woodwalker a 12% buff, uh, their median goes from 174k to uh, you add about 20k DPS, so that's a 194. Uh, that puts their median, in theory, you know, that puts their median up in the upper quartile of like specs with like the Death Knights and the Rogues. Um, now, in practice, there's some stuff here that I like, feel like people aren't going to get the full value of the buff because there's like you need to play really well so i don't know if you're going to see 12 percent buffs to the median but that's still like if you get uh an eight percent buff that puts you actually in line with like the middle of the pack Um, yeah so yeah 
Not bad. No, that's uh, that's really solid. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for our one more friends because they. I mean, I feel I feel like other than Brewmaster, like the other two monk specs, like Missweaver and Windwalker, are typically not on the up and up. Like Windwalker yeah. <laughs> for a while has been on the the down and bad. I think even probably worse than the lowest points of of Missweaver, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, it's. I think it's good to see them get some buffs here. And then, like I said, Missweaver still. Even with like, it's funny. Even with Missweaver has had those like high, has had those high points, right? The you know, the, when you yeah. got the Backstreet Boys, when you had the haste build in in. Um, okay, like people, the, hold on. Okay, like let me just talk about this haste build. Just this is this this grinds my gears because people bring this up. That haste build literally, there was like four people in the world that got to play that, right? Yeah, like they, right, it literally lasted for like it, it lasted until that mount log. Uh, what was that boss's name? Mount, right? The the yeah. mana shield guy. Until yeah. that log and video was posted, like that was like in week three, I think, of that patch. Week four destroyed like just <laughs> donezo so i mean like i mean but yes. that still does a lot that still does a lot for the perception of miss weaver's oh, power, yeah, no, which fair, does matter fair. for like being able to actually like get into groups that's right? true people, that people true. hear miss weaver is op and they it, it does it did this thing and then they maybe here got nerfed but if it was like completely busted one healing mythic fights before and yeah. it got nerfed like maybe it's so good like they don't know that you needed this very specific set of corruption Right. Yeah, you didn't know you needed like literally four hundred percent knots. That wasn't that high, but like, yeah, yeah like yeah. a ridiculous yeah. amount of haste corruption yeah. to even make it work. So, um, but yeah, so they're, they're <laughs> in contrast with like Windwalker, where they were like kind of good that one time in Castle Nathria and then got yeah. nerfed. Yeah, and then they had the 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 spin to win in keys for like a that's tier true. And a they, half. they were they were really good. What was that? That was BFA uh, Mythic Plus, wasn't it? Uh, they had the bone dust Bruce spin to win in Shadowlands. Oh, okay, and then Shadowlands too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they had a they had a couple of I think Mythic Plus runs, but but no, yeah. I mean, I think this is good for for Windwalker to come back in because it's funny. We always talk, I always put my you know Mistweaver hat on, and we've always been. Yeah, I don't think we've always. To be fair, we've probably been better than Windwalker over the past like probably three expansions if you aggregate it, which is yeah. I guess it's not saying much considering like yeah. It's not anyway. really saying much. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Like, we've been better at two specific points, we'll say. And then it, for, like, okay. a week once. It's okay. Monk's always been good because it's always had Brewmaster. And Brewmaster oh has literally always been good. You know what? You know what? Here's my take. And I know we're well over time now. But my take is, you're, like, it's just a, it's a mastery issue. Like, give us a good mastery, and then we'll just be better. Like, Stagger. Walker's had a good mastery. I mean, it's like hit combo, though. Like, it's yeah. not that it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's still just another damage multiplayer. That's true. That's true. But stagger is like just deletes mechanics. I guess not anymore, but I guess yeah. it still kind of does. Um, no. they, they've nerfed it plenty. Celestial Brute deletes mechanics, though. That's true. Um, not as good as AMS. AMS is like Celestial Brute on steroids. It's <laughs> fair. That's if you fair. ever want to, if you ever want to feel like what Brewmaster should feel like, play a Blood DK and push AMS, <laughs> and just watch mechanics not happen. That's fair. That is hilarious. It's, it's crazy. It's cra- like, awesome. did you know? You, so last thing, and then we'll then we'll wrap <laughs> up. Oak Heart in Dark Heart Thicket, right? Uh-huh. The crushing grip that goes on tanks is like pretty scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people have had the experience of going into that and just like getting destroyed. And like, I went into it. Blood DK is really good at that. Like, you can hit Death Strike while you're up there, so you pull RP for it, and you hit Death Strike, and you don't die. It's great. Um. Well, I didn't know until this week, if you push AMS before the grip, it literally doesn't do damage to you. Wow. That's 
<laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and there's there's so many like blood yeah. decay the fun thing about blood decay i obviously there's death strike death strike's a very fun button to push but you just have like all these different buttons like ibf makes you stun immune okay yeah Lichboard makes you fear immune uh and sleep immune which sleep's very niche but but fears do come out like the third boss of throat of the tides you can alternate ams and Lichboard and never leave the boss that's awesome like you've got AMS, which is just preventing magic effects, on top of being a huge shield. Yeah. Uh, you've got death advance that makes you immune to pushbacks most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> which is like a, go through the, it. it makes Naimu such a joke. Yeah. <laughs> like you can walk through. Like you just Blood Decay is just a walking like. That's true. You have all these very narrow but extremely powerful buttons, and figuring out where to put them to just ignore mechanics is just such a good time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> let's let's re- just uh, final just rework monklet like masteries. Give give Mistweaver something other than another single target heal. Like I don't a know, bunch make, of, a bunch of specs could actually use new masteries too. Yeah, make um, Chi Harmony our master. That's going to be my my ten dot or eleven dot oh. What if what if Manatee, What if Manatee was your mastery? Uh, what would no no? What would it do? It's a button. We get it already for free. It's just a button. But you could like you could have really shitty manatee, oh, and then no. if you get mastery, it could become good manatee. Oh, like it gives me more mana back the more master I have, like, or 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 more uh, or more uh, mana cost reduction. Ah, uh, reduction. Uh, no, I don't like that. Just give us Chi Harmony as our mastery. That's gonna be my. I don't know what that is. That's the four the four piece bonuses or three piece or two piece and four piece bonus. The buff you get. The, the, two piece, the current one yeah the current one the two-piece okay. bonus you put on people is called chi harmony okay. and then the four-piece distributes any healing after chi harmony explodes to anybody with renewing mist yeah honestly that sounds better than the current gust of yes yeah, so. it's gross so so anyway anyway that's gonna be it for the show today thank you all for watching and or listening and if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to support it and the work that we do over on the peakers friendly you can do that over at our patreon at patreon.com slash Pikastranity. And of course, come and join the Discord. It is the best place to meme on Anomaly for his tomato camera. Oh, God. I bought a new uh, one, by the way, during the podcast. Just to you bought a new one during the podcast. <laughs> 100%. He's so angry. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, that is going to be it for the show today. Thank you all for, for listening, and we will see you maybe next week. Maybe we'll next see. week. We'll maybe. See. Bye. Bye. <laughs>